Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Let's start with prayer. My heavenly Father, my heavenly Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Grant your people repentance. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. The denominational church that I grew up in taught me that Jesus never told anybody who he really was, that he kept it a secret the whole time, that he kept it to himself. You know what? That is a lie. And you know why they told me that? Because the Jesus was never revealed to them. Jesus never was revealed to them. Let's turn to, I'm going to begin in John 4, verse 1. Verse 1, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had made and baptized more disciples than John, that Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again unto Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, you know, that shows you he was a man. He got tired. Sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Samarian people were not Jews. They were kin, but they were not Jews. It says, There come a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy bread, to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God. Look at what he says about himself. He's a gift of God. And who it is that saith unto thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou this living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. And Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. And that thou sayest truly. Look what he said to her. You've had five husbands. This woman's had five husbands, and the one she's with now is not her husband. But Jesus is talking to her. Do you see that? Jesus is talking to her. 
Well, she's had five husbands. Jesus is talking to her. Said the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus saith unto her, the woman with five husbands, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know. This woman with five husbands and who she's with now is not her husband. She says, I know. That Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. And look what Jesus tells her. Look what Jesus tells her. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. I am the Messiah. He reveals himself to a woman that's got five husbands and she's living with somebody else. He reveals himself to her. I that speaketh unto he, thee am he. Now, Let's go over to verse 39 because she doesn't keep quiet. Hey, a woman with five husbands, she's not going to keep quiet. She goes and she talks to the men of the city. Now let's go to verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on Jesus for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all I ever did. So when the Samaritans, now remember the Samaritans aren't Jews. The Jews consider the Samaritans low class. Low class. Look what Jesus, look what happens with Jesus with them. So when the Samaritans were coming to Jesus, they besought him that he would tarry with them. And Jesus abode there two days. Two days with the Samaritans. And he said, and many more believed because of his own word, because of what Jesus said. And said unto the woman, now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we heard him ourselves, and look at this, and know, we know this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. The, the Samaritans, these Samaritans know Jesus is the Christ, the Savior of the world. And they're low class. All right, turn with me to, let's go to... Uh, John 9, verse 25. This is the blind man that Jesus healed. And the Jews, the, uh, the Pharisees, Sadducees, are asking him all sorts of questions because they can't figure out why this blind man now sees. And, he, and they ask him, they said, give God praise. We know that this man is a sinner, Jesus. The Pharisees believe this man has got to be a sinner. Why? Because he healed that guy, opened that blind man's eyes on the Sabbath day. Right? He answered and said, the blind man that's no longer blind said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. But one thing I know, whereas I was blind, now I see. I see. Whether he be a sinner or not, I don't know, but I was blind, now I see. And look what he says. Then said they to him again, why did he do to thee? Or what did he do to thee? How opened he thine eyes? And he answered, I've told you already and you do not hear. 
Wherefore would you hear it again? Will you also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke unto Moses. As for this fellow, we know not whence he is. And then the blind man that's no longer blind, he can now see, answered and said unto them, Why, herein is a marvelous thing, that you know not whence he is, and yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of him that was born blind? If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They answered and said unto him, Thou was altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they excommunicated him. They kicked him out of church. They kicked the man out of church. All right? Why? Because he was blind, now he sees. Because now he's saying that must have been God in that man. Now, look what happens. I love this. Jesus hears about it. Jesus hears. You know, he will never forsake you. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he went and found him. He heard that he was kicked out of church, kicked out of the synagogue, excommunicated. So he goes and finds him. And he says, when he found him, he said unto him, Do you believe on the Son of God? And the blind man that's no longer blind answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? Who is he that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, seen him. As soon as I opened your eyes, I have both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. Jesus revealed himself to the man that's no longer blind. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Now, go with me to Matthew 13, 20. I mean, 16, 20, excuse me. Matthew 16, 20. 16, 13. Forgive me. Matthew 16, 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, some others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Notice what other people are saying. They said, John the Baptist, Elias, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Now look at Jesus turns to his disciples, and he saith unto them, but whom say you that I am? Whom say you that I am? And Simon Peter answered. Simon Peter answered. And he said, thou art the Christ the son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And look what Jesus says about this. I love this. And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Blessed art thou, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Where did Peter get the knowledge where did Peter get the revelation that Jesus was the Messiah? He was the Christ. He was the Son of God. The Father told him. The Father revealed it unto him. The Father revealed it unto him. Now, do you know him? Do you know him? Has he been revealed unto you? Has Jesus been revealed unto you? I'm not talking about I'm born again. Has Jesus been revealed unto you? 
Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.16. I'm going to begin in 15. And that Jesus died for all. Do you see that? He died for all. He died for you. He died for you. That they which lived. Oh, no, 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 no. I hear you. You're saying, no, he didn't die for me. He died for all. He died for all. So he died for you. He died for you. That they which live should not live henceforth unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Who are you supposed to live to? You're supposed to live to Jesus, the one that died, was buried, and raised again for you. That's who you live to. That's who you live to. Now, who is that? Let's look at the next verse. Whence, wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh? Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet henceforth know we him no more. We do not know Jesus after the flesh. The man that's in you, that came into you when you were born again, the man that you pray to, the man that you listen to, is not that baby in the cradle any longer. He's not that baby in the cradle. He's not the man that rocked on the water anymore. He's not the man that walked on the water anymore. That's not the one that's in you. He's not the one that raised Lazarus from the dead. That is not the one that's in you. That was him in the flesh. Who is it that's in you now? Do you know him? Do you know the man now? Do you know the Jesus that's not after the flesh? Turn with me to Matthew 28, 18. This is the man that's in you. This is the man that you received when you were born again. This is the man that was raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. He was dead once. Dead. 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 And he was in hell. Dead. Do you get dead? Ever seen a dead animal? Dead. Jesus was dead. He's not dead anymore. He is not dead anymore. He was raised from the dead, and there is no more death in him. The man you know now conquered death. Conquered death. Take a look at Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came after he was raised from the dead. Let's go back to 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, Look what the man that raised from the dead said. All power, all power is given unto me. All power. Do you get that word all? All power is given unto me. All power is given unto me. Before he died, he hadn't had power over all. He didn't have power over death because he had to die. But he conquered death and was raised from the dead. Now all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That is the man that dwells in you. He has all power. 
power. All power. Now I've got a question. Why are you putting up with the devil? The man in you has all power. Why are you putting up with the devil? Let's go to Ephesians 1. Verse 16. This is Paul. He ceased not to give thanks for you in his prayers, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, your inheritance that he bought for you on the cross, that he bought for you in hell, your inheritance. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. This is the man that's inside of you. This is the man you received when you received Jesus. This is the man that walks inside of you. And if you will do what he says, he will be, the, he will be all power to you. Look at this. It says, in his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality. All principality. That's who's in you. And power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. And he has put all things under his feet. You got something that's bothering you? Why? Why do we put up with the devil? The man in us has all power. Principalities, powers, might, and dominion. The one in us has all power. Why do we put up with the devil? Some of you look like deer in the headlights. <laughs> And to be, gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. That's who's in you. Now, how do you get that power in you? How do you get where you walk in that power? Turn with me one last verse to John 15. Joel has ministered to this us over and over and over again. I'm going to go to verse 7. If you abide in me, this is Jesus speaking. If you abide in me, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Why? Because he has all power. Because he has all power far above principalities, powers, might, and dominion. Far above them. All power in him. You have got to get that word in you. And when you got him in you, you can open your mouth and the devil has to bow. He has to. Why? Because Jesus has all power and it's him working in you. Why do we put up with the devil? Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson 
and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.